everyone. This is December 4th, 2020, and this is Sly Lady. Uh, last night, the Freedom Caucus came out together and called on William Barr to come forward and let them know what, if anything, he has been doing about the voter fraud in several states. They want a report on where the DOJ stands on the voter fraud, which can clearly be seen, and what the FBI is working on in regard to election fraud. That is interesting because now it's not just all of us wondering what the heck Barr is doing, but now the Freedom Caucus is coming out and saying, hey, we want to know what is going on, you know, so thank God that's finally being done because it doesn't matter what we ask Barr to do, but what they ask Barr to do, they, I think, have to. You know, now they've called him out on national TV. Um, it was, I saw this on Newsweek and um, the Newsweek guy said that there were several other uh, networks that were, were there, but he didn't actually explain which. Uh, you know, he said it wasn't, uh, you know, like it used to be where there were just networks everywhere, you know, and we know why, because they don't want any of us to know that are watching the mainstream media. They don't want us to know that there really is voter fraud. So they just ignore it. They just keep ignoring it all. All right. Um, the director of national intelligence, John Radcliffe, during an interview with the Washington Examiner on Thursday said that he has given thousands of documents to U.S. Attorney John Durham. But Radcliffe noted that much of the material includes information that cannot be publicly released. He said, between my predecessor, Richard Grinnell, in, in an acting capacity and myself, we have declassified most of the intelligence community documents that would be suitable for the public to see. That wouldn't jeopardize sources and methods. Ratcliffe told the Washington Examiner, there are others, many, many documents, I think. It's been out there that I've provided literally thousands of documents to John Durham, but many of those do contain sources and methods that we can't make public for a number of reasons, including jeopardizing the investigation that's going on here. So I think the level of cooperation I've given them, everything that they've asked for, Ratcliffe said was that what wrongdoing definitely occurred and Americans are entitled to an accounting. There was an abuse of power and of legal authorities. And it's not a question about whether those things took place. They did. I mean, there's an FBI lawyer who is going to jail for counterfeiting evidence before the FISA court. Now, I believe that that is Kevin Kleinsmith, who I've told you before, is actually um, in jail. He's been indicted. And that after all of Obama, Biden's senior national security officials said the idea of illegal spying and abuse at the FISA court is a bunch of nonsense. And now they're sprinting the opposite direction, Ratcliffe stated. I mean, literally every one of them, Comey, McCabe, Yates, they've all said, oh, my gosh, we're shocked. And we had if we'd only known. And so again, the American people deserve an accounting, and I've certainly provided a lot of information to the now special counsel to provide that accounting. And I'm counting, like all Americans, on him to talk about a lot of the things that I know that I can't talk about. Well, I'm counting on him to do more than just arrest Kevin Kleinsmith. 
these other people have got to go down for the things that they did. That is why we are in the lawlessness that we're in right now, because the little guy down here, the Black Lives Matter guy, the Antifa thugs, uh, you know, the, if anybody in any state that hates police now and all that, they didn't see anything happen to the top people. They didn't see any arrest for anything that they did. They didn't see, you know, nothing happened for all these years to all the people that did wrong to Trump or to his administration or to his people. So they don't think that there's, you know, anything that they should have to do for theirs either. As far as I'm concerned, and you guys all know this in my letter that I sent to William Barr, I hold him responsible for the lawlessness that continues to go on. I really do. He may have done some good things, but he's done a whole heck of a lot of nothing, too. So, all right. Breaking. Governor Brian Kemp calls for a signature audit after new surveillance videos shown in Georgia. He says that the Secretary of State would have to order one and encourages him to do so. Well, we all know that Brian Kemp is in the, you know, pocket of China and that he doesn't really want all of this to come forward. You know, I told you guys uh, just, I think, yesterday uh, when I did my podcast last night that um, it has been said that it was overheard that he was talking, Brian Kemp was talking to Hillary Clinton and saying, what do I do? What do I do? And that Hillary Clinton told him, you're going to have to burn them. So surprisingly, they haven't been burned down yet. Maybe he's finally growing some kind of a conscience for what he did, but most likely he's going to end up in jail because of all of this, whether he calls for a signature audit or not. He's basically being forced to do it because of something that I'm going to share, I think, down below. Anyway, um, another breaking, and this I thought was pretty interesting. President Trump filed a lawsuit against the Wisconsin Elections Commission in his personal capacity as a candidate for re-election to the office of president of the United States. Now, I mean, there are lawsuits just out there everywhere right now. You've got people that are, are you know, saw what happened at the polling places. They're suing. You've got people that didn't win a seat for this or a seat for that. They're, you know, filing lawsuits. You've got Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis all their lawsuits that they keep filing. You've got um, uh, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood that are out there filing completely different lawsuits that are against, you know, the machine. I mean, lawsuit galore. It's just nothing but lawsuits right now. But I just thought it was really interesting that even without Rudy Giuliani and without uh, Jenna Ellis that for some reason, he has decided to specifically go after Wisconsin Elections Commission, you know, has filed a lawsuit in his personal capacity. I just, I don't know. For some reason, I think that's really, really interesting. Breaking, Rep. Adam Schiff opposes Attorney General William Barr's election of John, or selection, sorry, not election, selection of John Durham to serve as special counsel and suggested that President-elect Joe Biden, attorney general, could consider shutting down the probe. Well, I think uh, the re very reason that the attorney general, uh, William Barr, did what he did and made him special counsel was because it is more difficult to get rid of somebody that is doing 
an investigation of that sort. You may have to go through the House or the Senate or something. I'm not really sure exactly. But for some reason, he chose at this time, you know, knowing full well. I mean, you got to realize that if they really believe that Joe Biden won, that William Barr's going to be out of a job come January 20th, you know. I mean, of course, he decided, Biden decided that he's keeping Christopher Ray. Hmm, that's interesting, isn't it? I wonder why he would keep the FBI director. Maybe because he's a snake? But anyway, yeah, so that I thought, you know, I mean, to me, that's not a surprise at all. You know, four years of, of Russia, Russia, you know, the impeachment crap, all the garbage that they've tried to bring against Trump. And now all of a sudden, no, we really don't like the fact that William Barr is keeping Durham and putting him in even, even higher authority in a higher position. An amazing tweet posted by an attorney named Jesse R. Now, and it says, hey, at Project Lincoln. Now, if you remember, Project Lincoln is rhinos. It's made up of Republican diehard rhinos that cannot stand Trump. Kellyanne's husband, Kellyanne Conway's husband is one of them. Remember all the backfighting and all the stuff between her and her husband all the time? It was because her husband hated Trump. So that's what Project Lincoln is. They are the ones that have been doxing people. They want Trump out of office. Disgusting. Anyway, again, hey, Project Lincoln, I hear you like to dox and harass lawyers who defend the president and stand up for transparent elections. I just filed the Nevada election contest to recognize Donald Trump as the true winner. Come at me, bro. I love it. But then what was even better is underneath this post, and this is why I really want to eventually take this podcast from just being audio that you listen to, to figuring out a way to do it on video so that I can show you guys articles and I can show you guys tweets and posts and different things like that. Um, I'm going to have to take a couple of days and work on it. But what was even more perfect was that at the bottom of this, after it said, come at me, bro, he showed a video. And the video was that uh, the that Bill, Bill Kilmer, I don't know if you guys even remember this. I remember it well because it's one of my all-time favorite movies. But Bill Kilmer playing the role of Doc Holliday in the movie Tombstone where Doc shows up at the tree ready for the gunfight. And he says, I'm your Huckleberry. That was so funny. I mean, I was just cracking up last night when I saw this because finally we have an attorney that is willing to stand up even against these disgusting rhinos. All right. Trump supporters flipped the script on Biden. They just demanded Joe to give up his bank records. Throughout most of Donald Trump's presidency, many Democrats kept trying to obtain his controversial tax records. It quickly became a major talking point among politicos and the media. To date, the issue still remains largely unsettled in the courts. However, it looks like some conservatives are flipping the script. They want a probe into Joe Biden's financial history. So after years of House Democrats pursuing Trump's records, it's apparently the other side's turn. Essentially, several groups of conservative activists want an investigation into the Biden family's business dealings overseas 
which also include Joe's son, Hunter. The group cite the now infamous laptop, which I call the laptop from hell, that allegedly revealed some questionable interactions with foreign powers, as well as more information concerning Hunter's involvement with a Chinese company. Now, more details are coming to light soon. This was uh, through uh, Breitbart, which is a conservative uh, group, a conservative page. And so it says a group of conservative activists and leaders is asking House Democrats who have pursued President Donald Trump's tax return to demand former Vice President Joe Biden's bank records given allegations of overseas business entanglements. So, you know, I mean, they never think. This is the thing about the Democrats. They never think ahead. All they do is think about now, this day. What I do today is going to supposedly change something for tomorrow. Never realizing that it eventually could change and turn on them. And that's the amazing thing to me is how stupid these people are that they never see that the rules that they make, that the laws that they make, that the things that they say and try to force on other people eventually come back on them. It just doesn't make sense for me to even think of why these people do the things that they do. All right. <clears throat> Georgia had a massive spike in Biden votes during suitcase gate. All right. Everybody knows that anytime anything happens, there's a gate put on, on the end of it. Russia gate, pizza gate, all these different, you know, things always end up with a gate. What is suitcase gate? Well, in Georgia, poll watchers were told they were finished. They were sent home and yet cameras picked up four to five people staying after everyone else left. And once they left, they pulled countless suitcases out of underneath tables and they were full of ballots. While no one was there watching them, they put these ballots through on video and they were all for Joe Biden. Four different cameras caught all of this on video, and now that video is going viral. All right? That is how the governor, Governor Kemp, got caught. That is how he's finally being forced to have to do a signature recount. Not because he wanted to. Not because he wanted to help Trump. No. Because somebody, somehow, I don't know if it's CCTV, I don't know if it was the NSA, but four cameras caught these women, there were like four or five women, pulling suitcases out of underneath tables and putting ballots through for hours after they had already sent everybody home. The article continues. It raises a lot of questions. Why is it that the most votes were tabulated during this time? Why was it that they were so overwhelmingly for Biden? There seems to be enough votes cast during this time to flip the state. A video that surfaced showing that at 12.18 a.m. Eastern Time on November 4th, 98% of one batch of 23,487 votes all went for Biden in Georgia. This is statistically unlikely. 
Moreover, it appears this unlikely batch of Biden votes was entered at about the same time alleged suitcase was occurring in the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, I remember last week that Sidney Powell uh, was requesting that she be given uh, video of all the rooms at the State Farm Arena because she knew something fishy had happened. And I think that maybe uh, th that's what this came from, from one of those uh, videos. But they ended up with four videos watching these women do, do this for hours, putting ballots through even after they'd already sent everybody home. All right, this was from Steve Bannon's War Room. Um, I don't know if you have it on your computer or not, but boy, he gets some really good people in there to interview. So if you ever get a chance, you might want to check it out online. Again, it's Steve Bannon and it's War Room. The Trump team has obtained a Dominion voting machine in Georgia. Yay! Governor Kemp didn't get to burn them all down. The machine shows votes were moved from President Trump to Joe Biden. And I think right before I decided to do my podcast, I saw on um, one of the news programs really quickly that because of this, that Trump has already filed a new lawsuit saying that he wants the Georgia uh uh, certify to be overturned that he won that state. So things are, you know, things are moving a lot quicker than people think. We're, we're sitting here and we'll go, oh my God, we only have until December 8th, you know, safe Harbor Day. We, we only have until December 14th. We only have until January 20th. You know, we have all these dates in our mind, but things are going pretty quickly. And like I said, all he has to do is keep the electoral college from three states and that puts Joe Biden down below 270. So things are moving. All right. Trump's executive order on foreign election interference has serious penalties, which I've already told you guys. Lee Dundas explains President Trump's executive order and state of emergency he signed on September 12, 2018, and what it means to any and all voter fraud and interference in our national elections for persons domestic and foreign. She does an excellent job of breaking down the subject in layman terms. Boy, do I need that. This is a must watch for every American to grasp the urgency of this situation and all the aspects of election interference that most of us were not aware of. She spells out everything an American needs to know and why this is so important to investigate. Now, I'm sending the link uh, to Lee Dunda's YouTube page so that you guys that received my email about receiving my podcast can see her explain it if you want to. All right. It's Attorney Lee Dunda. It looks like Dunda's or something. But anyway, it sounds like it's something that uh, several of us really probably should watch because once uh, this all really breaks down, once we begin to see arrests, these are not people that are going to have a regular attorney and go to a regular court with a, a judge that might be dirty. These are going to be treason. 
that is what this is. We've gone over this several times in the last week or so. This is treason against our country. They are helping other countries come and try to take us over from within. They didn't have to pull up at our shores. They didn't have to bring over their army. They have been infiltrating our people and swaying our people, our government, our networks of news, our, our people through colleges and everything for years. And that is what this is right now. So that's what's going to happen. These people are going to have to go through tribunals, military tribunals, completely different than a regular court. Once you get federally charged or anything, it, it's pretty much over for you. We saw even what happened to General Flynn for something so simple as supposedly lying. For four years, his life was destroyed. He lost everything. He lost all of his money. As far as I know, he lost his home. So please understand that this is going to be a big deal. Right now, these people are blinded to it. They don't realize that they're a part of a huge insurrection, a huge crime, uh, you know, treason, sedition. They don't realize that they're really involved in that. They just think, oh, I'm just doing one little thing. I'm just, you know, putting through a couple of ballots to try to make a difference for my president. I'm just certifying an election for my state. I'm only one state. It's not a big deal. No, it's a big deal. Every time they certify a state, Every time these election officials get caught, this is a huge deal. Uh, Rudy Giuliani posted on Twitter today that he now has 5,000 sworn affidavits. Not a couple hundred. 5,000. That's crazy. All right. The Dominion voting machines were updated with the algorithms developed to steal votes from Donald Trump. Lawyers for Brian Kemp, Georgia, and Georgia Secretary of State are opposing every legal effort to have voting machines impounded and tested. Kemp and Raffsenberger were aware of the fraud. That is why it has taken Kemp so long to finally say, all right, I'm going to let you guys do the signature matchup because he's involved. He's been paid off. He was a Trump supporter for years, or at least looked like it. And now all of a sudden his state gets completely overtaken and uh, Trump loses there. So this has just totally shown, you know, his true colors. And uh, we already know that the signature matching is not going to help because they are not going to match. But now even beyond that, we have the video, four different videos, four different uh, views of the same room where these people, these ladies brought the suitcases out. So that's now suitcase gate. All right. Flynn Knox Comey. I know where he's going. Retired Lieutenant General Michael Flynn shared some critical words for former FBI Director James Comey, even if he won't get into it fully now. Fresh off the pardon from President Trump, Flynn is on a media tour this week and told conservative radio host Dan Bongino what he thinks of the man who dispatched agents to interview the then White House National Security Advisor during the early days of the Trump administration. He specifically alluded to Comey admitting giving the orders on a whim in 2018 during an event with MSNBC anchor Nicole Wallace. 
prompting laughter from the audience. I don't know how that guy can look at himself in the mirror, Flint said. I know where he's going to go at the end of the day, and I know where people like him should go. I won't say it here on your show now. So good for him. And then I'm going to go ahead and uh, close this out today with something, just something short that Lynn Wood, uh, who's one of the attorneys that works with Sydney, uh, said. He said, I know you are weary of 2020, but the events of this year are necessary for all to see truth more clearly. The year is not over, so stay strong. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 27.1. That was posted, um, I think it was a couple of days ago by Lynn Wood, and I just happened to find it. So I thought I would go ahead and add it today to my podcast because, you, you know, there again, that also shows what I keep trying to tell everybody, that God is involved in this. The people that are working so hard with Trump are Christian people. They're people that are finally standing up, you know. So um, God is fully in control of what is going on. As I told you yesterday, we've got a very, very serious cancer that has gone through our entire United States and beyond, actually. And, you know, if, 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 if you had a doctor and you had cancer and you wanted uh, to get rid of that stuff, the best way for you to do it is to lay there and let them do it. You know, I mean, sadly, we, we, we're sitting here and we're feeling all the pain and we're seeing all the ups and downs. But I think if you really pay attention to what's going on and don't listen to the fake news, I think that you'll realize that um, it's completely changing. Things are changing. States are changing. Nevada is looking at turning. Uh, Arizona is still being looked at. Uh, Wisconsin has been a real pain in the butt. But you know what? I think that their electoral college numbers are not really that big anyway. So that was another reason I was so surprised that Trump went after them the way that he did. But the only state right now that is really giving Trump big, huge problems, I think, is Michigan. Mich- the Michigan Democrats are, are just terrible. Even in the state legislature, they have been just awful. They have treated people badly. They have doxxed people. I mean, it has been horrible. In fact, our senator from Arkansas, Tom Cotton, is uh, putting forth a bill to make doxing you know, people in government a criminal act. I thought it already was. I already thought it was, but for some reason, Tom Cotton feels that he has to try to make doxing a criminal act. So let's hope that he gets that through. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I've got a busy day ahead of me, so thank you all very much for listening. Mm-hmm.